0: This is the Blind Grilling Experience, and I am the most interesting griller in the world. Welcome to the inaugural episode of the Blind Grilling Experience. My name is Chris Peltz, and I am the most interesting griller in the world. That's right, as you may recognize me from our YouTube or Facebook pages, you can check us out at youtube.com slash blindgrilling or facebook.com slash blindgrilling. We also have our website blindgrilling.org that you can look at as well. This is our first time in getting uh, going with our podcast. Really appreciate folks who are listening, who are checking us out. And just to let you know a little bit about what you can expect, we're going to be talking a lot about barbecue. Obviously, some some grilling things in the kitchen, uh, but uh, this is a new format for us, and we're moving well beyond just cooking uh, and and barbecue. We're going to be talking about experiences uh, that uh, not only I have but others who are blind or visually impaired. And so, we're going to talk a little bit about. Who I am won't get into the whole story. We'll save that for some future episodes, but just so you uh, kind of know where I am coming from and the unique perspective that I might bring to various subjects, whether it's outdoors, sports, uh, hunting, fishing, or barbecue, uh, just so you know uh, kind of the situation that I have to, to deal with. Um, of course, I grew up pretty much here in Springfield, Missouri. I mean, I was an army brat uh, born here in Springfield, Missouri, but uh, we moved eventually to a farm near Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri. And uh, when I was eight years old, it was about 2,500 acres. And when I was 10 years old, started having some eye problems and I was diagnosed with retinitis pigmentosa. And this was a, a pretty huge blow to, uh, you know, myself as a young boy. But uh, what retinitis pigmentosa is, is a degenerative eye disease. It started the uh, blood vessels constricting, less and less blood flow, the uh, uh, disrupting of the cones and the rods in the eyes. So I started losing my night vision, my peripheral vision. In fact, over the first six years, so from age 10 to age 16, I lost 80% of my vision. Over the following 15 years, I continued to lose my vision gradually. I went from, um, you know, looking through straws, basically, you know, like with little tunnels uh, of vision to just light perception in my left eye and shapes and colors and, uh, you know, lights and different things like that I could kind of make out in my right eye. And then about 12, 13 years ago, my left eye was gone and and my right eye ended up with only having light perception. I, I can't see shapes, shadows, colors. If there's a bright light or if it's a super sunny day, I can tell that the sun is out in my right eye. But other than that, I have no usable vision. And so that's kind of the situation that I have found myself in. But with that... I have had some of the most amazing experiences, and I have met some of the uh, absolutely most wonderful people in this world who have encouraged me and inspired me, and I've wanted to do the same for others. I want to inspire and encourage others. And that's what we've strived to do on our YouTube and our Facebook channels, Uh, but we are moving to this particular format. And while we still occasionally will be posting videos on our YouTube, we will be making posts on our Facebook uh, pages. So I would encourage you and ask you to please go and consider subscribing to our YouTube and, and liking and following our Facebook page as well. But we are going to be focusing a lot on the podcast. And I'll get into why that is a little bit, um, a little bit uh, further down here in this episode, but um, but I want you to understand first and foremost that the the idea here is to let folks know, regardless of the circumstances, regardless of the situation that you find yourself in, and and I tell you, a lot of folks right now are struggling because we are in this time of quarantine. We're in this time of of uh, you know, stay-at-home orders and things. And and a lot of folks are really struggling with mental health. They're struggling with how to cope, how to deal with the situation. And when you have a disability, sometimes it makes those things worse. It makes that anxiety worse. And I, I want to strive to provide some help, some encouragement, some inspiration to those who are maybe struggling with those things, regardless of whether it's a disability, a vision impairment, uh, or anything else that you may be going through. You know, we all have difficulties, we all have our problems, but uh, there are ways to cope, there are ways to, uh, to handle and deal with those situations, and, and that's what we're going to be talking about Um, and sharing my personal experiences, but also having folks on to share their experiences as well. You know, there's a lot of folks that are involved in uh, the outdoors, that are involved in YouTube and and perhaps podcasting. Um, There's a lot of folks that are involved in in sports that are disabled, that are blind, that are visually impaired. And we want to, you know, share their stories as well, to inspire and motivate folks not to quit, not to give up, but to realize that we can continue, even with modifications, with technology and accessibility tools, that we can still be involved in the things that we love and the things that we are passionate about. It may be in a different capacity, You know, if you were a race car driver, you're not going to be driving that race car around the track during a race, but that doesn't mean you have to step away and never look at or be involved in racing again. There's lots of things, lots of ways that you could uh, be involved in that. Uh, And and we're going to show that. We're going to try and help folks to understand uh, that life isn't over just because something tragic perhaps has happened. A diagnosis has taken place. Uh, but that there are ways that you can still be involved in all of that. You know, just to give you some example of what you can expect coming up on future episodes, I personally love the outdoors. I love to hunt. We're going to talk about some of my hunting experiences while blind. Uh, Hunting in Colorado for elk, antelope, mule deer. Hunting in Tennessee and Missouri for whitetail and turkey and squirrel. We're going to talk about fishing experiences, whether it's uh, deep sea fishing in the Gulf of Mexico or ice fishing in Minnesota uh, or the lakes and rivers of Tennessee and Missouri. Uh, You know, we're going to talk about those experiences. We're going to talk about uh, some of the things that we do so that we can remain independent in doing those things. Now, if you are familiar with Blind grilling you're familiar with our YouTube and our our Facebook and perhaps our website, you know that one of the things that we've been doing over the past three years is providing accessible grilling packages with a focus on veterans and first responders who have lost their sight, but n- not limiting to just them. There's some others that we've helped as well. In fact, we've provided six complete grilling packages and 14 accessibility packages to various individuals who have suffered vision loss and uh, desire to be independent and to do things that they maybe forgot or or thought that they couldn't do anymore or uh, knew that they could, but they didn't really know what it would take, what would be needed, and we've helped them out to get them going once again with the, with the grill, with barbecue, with cooking, you know, we've provided quick tips on our, uh, on our YouTube channel. And that's something we want to do on our podcast. We want to provide those quick tips, uh, for folks and, and kind of expand that and keep that going as best as possible as well. Uh, and so, uh, so that's just kind of a, a taste of what you can, uh, kind of expect and you know we'll have we'll have different um segments on this program as well in fact let's go ahead and get into one of those segments right now what's on the grill this week and what's what are you going to be cooking that's what we're going to be talking about right now of course uh, it is may 2020. And even though I am in the southwest portion of Missouri, folks, winter seems like it is back. At least fall rather than spring. I mean, it has been raining since Mother's Day. We've been in the highs in the 40s. It has been cold. I am ready for summer. But also because of the weather, because it's cold, We are going to be firing up the grill and smoking us some chili tonight. I want to share with you a very quick and easy recipe for chili on the smoker, but it's also one that is really just adapted from doing it on the stovetop. So you can take this and just simply do it on the stovetop. This isn't going to be some just, you know, um, over the top chili recipe, anything like that. This is something simple you can put together quick and easy by yourself independently, even if you are blind or visually impaired. And the recipe is real simple, and it's based upon kind of a a one-to-one ratio. For example, if you have one pound of burger, you're going to use one can of tomato sauce, one can of chili-ready beans, and one can of uh, either stewed tomatoes or chili-ready tomatoes, and then one package of chili seasoning. That's the basis of the chili. Now, I also, when I'm cooking the meat, I add one tablespoon of garlic powder, a tablespoon of paprika, and a tablespoon of both light and dark chili powders. And so that's the the essence of this really quick and easy chili. There's lots of things you can do to modify it, Uh, obviously you want to make a bigger batch, you know, you doubling it, two pounds of meat means two cans of everything, two packages of chili seasoning. Uh, I might not go two tablespoons of each of those seasonings that we mentioned as far as the garlic powder, paprika, and the chili powders, but I would at least do one and a half tablespoons of each if you double up to two pounds of meat. I do use those powders uh, in seasoning the meat up front, um, and then once the meat is browned, I then go and add the cans of sauce beans and uh, and the stewed tomatoes. Now very quickly, just a kind of a quick tip for those on this who may be blind or visually impaired and wondering well how do I know when the meat is done? First of all cook your meat. Um, you know let let's use some stovetop methods. you know cook the meat on medium uh, for you know, as you will hear it sizzling, you'll hear it simmering. You'll start to, you know, listen to how it sounds. You'll hear, you know, some of the grease forming uh, in the bottom a little bit. And here's the great thing about burger. Usually, you always want to make sure your meat is cooked thoroughly and all the way through. You can use a spoon to kind of feel the meat as it's cooking. If it kind of springs back a little bit, that burger as you're pushing it um, around, um, you know, give it plenty of time to cook. The great thing about chili is, if the meat isn't quite done, you're going to simmer it long enough once you add everything to where the meat will be completely cooked and safe. So you don't have to worry about undercooking that burger. Um, you know, when you're when you're doing your chili. Um, again, this is something that can be done uh, on the grill in a Dutch oven. This is something that can be done on the stovetop, and it doesn't have to be done with burger. Um, or, of course, you can do a pound of hamburger and a pound of ground uh, ground pork, or you could use leftover brisket. Perhaps you've got some leftover brisket from a smoke. You want to make some brisket chili. Uh, this Basically, the same measurements apply, one pound or two pounds of brisket chopped up. Um, then you do either the one or two cans of, of those sauces, and it will make for an awesome brisket chili and so there's a quick and easy recipe for you. Um, I think this week also we've got some burgers and brats planned uh, that we're going to be cooking up uh, on the grill as well and um, you know if uh, and and I'm thinking this weekend might be nice and so I think we've got some ribs planned uh, for this weekend also. So that is what is on the grill here at the Blind Grilling Studios for this week. Well folks wanted to kind of move on and talk a little bit about this change of format. And there's been a couple of reasons. I want to kind of share with you what's gone on because, you know, last year was a was a crazy year. The end of the year was just one like really my family hasn't experienced. Um, and it and many are probably thinking, well, that's kind of how this year started uh, for us, you know, with this whole uh, pandemic that is going on. and really, it's just been one thing that's continued from last year for us. Um, as we think about, you know, as I was thinking about the fact that we haven't uploaded videos in in quite a while uh, and and trying to do something to keep out there to uh, keep motivating and inspiring people to, you know, that love cooking, but are are looking for those resources, wanting to do something else. But I thought I'd share with you why we're changing our format up just a little bit. And really, this began back in September. While we posted videos up through the beginning of November of last year, you know, back in September, my wife was diagnosed with a large mass they thought was on her ovaries at first. And so she was going to have to have surgery, but they couldn't get everything done until the beginning of November. And so at the beginning of November, uh, my wife went in for surgery. And when I say a large mass, folks, this thing was nine pounds. A nine pound mass was removed, uh, you know, with, uh, and so obviously the hysterectomy and all of that that had to be done. Uh, And it wasn't, you know, uh, you know, little incisions here or there. I mean, she had to be full on opened up you know, to get this thing removed. And so, uh, so she was laid up, you know, she couldn't lift uh, anything. Um, You know, it, it was, it was a very long and hard recovery for her. But two weeks after her surgery, my youngest daughter, who was 16, and I had gone to lunch. This is on Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving. And on the way back home, we were hit head on by a distracted driver. He crossed over a center turn lane and right into our lane and hit us. Uh, We were each going about 40 miles an hour. Immediately upon impact, I knew my arms were broke. And sure enough, both arms, both wrists, knuckles, uh, they multiple fractures. And uh, in that, you know, my obviously bruised ribs. Thankfully, we were wearing our seatbelt the vehicles were totaled. Uh, my daughter went through physical therapy, uh, for her legs. Uh, just, it it was, it was a very difficult, difficult time. Uh, of course my wife said I'll do anything to get out of taking care of her. Uh, but that wasn't it at all, obviously. Uh, but here she is, you know, she can't lift anything. I've got both arms and braces broke. I can't lift anything. Uh, My youngest daughter, you know, in physical therapy because of her legs. And, you know, it it was it was just a very difficult time and and hard end of the year. Uh, But, you know, we had of course, we've got amazing friends. The YouTube community was amazing. In fact, I'll give a little shout out right now to Pickles Barbecue on the YouTube Pickles Barbecue, old Charlie over there, man, I tell you what, he really helped out and stepped up because he woke up one Tuesday and realized I had not put out a Quick Tip Tuesday, and he loved the Quick Tip Tuesdays, and uh, and so Wednesday, uh, still hadn't posted anything, and he put together Quick Tip Tuesday, and then he got a hold of me. He's like, hey, man, you know, hope, hope you don't mind. I did this. Is everything All right and uh kind of told him what had happened and and him and the dude's chick the the dude's kitchen uh he did a quick tip tuesday as well uh but uh pickles over uh, charlie over at pickles barbecue if you look him up on youtube uh the dude's kitchen they put together some uh, quick tip tuesdays for me uh, and filled in and uh, i tried to get back at it after the first of the year here i am in braces trying to get some videos together And it just wasn't working. Uh, It was just so hard. And then finally out of the braces, and I did a quick tip Tuesday, but things were just continuing to, just continuing to happen, it would seem. Um, Not only my wife having to go back to work, uh, my oldest daughter getting ready for college, she broke her arm uh, and she was a huge help. Um, and unable to help for a while. Uh, and then everything else going on. Uh, now the pandemic is just, you know, our lives are busy. Things were happening as with everyone else. And so um, so all the videos stopped and that's what happened. And um, the, I do work with a local church, the Southside Church of Christ in Springfield, Missouri. And because of all the restrictions, stay-at-home orders, and things that we were having to do and adjustments we were having to make, I've looked into a lot of this technology for not only live streaming, um, and, you know, which I had done from Blind Grilling, I'd done some live streaming and, and posted some videos. But, you know, when it comes to the work of the church, you know, the. That wasn't just for fun, folks. That that to me is is a passion. It is something that uh, I love to talk about the Lord. I love to talk about His Word and share His Word with others. But I want to do it in a very professional way. And I was looking into all of the ways to get this done, to do our live streaming, to do Bible classes online, and we got that going. And I thought, you know, this would be a great way to continue with blind grilling, and. You know, it's difficult for me to set up cameras. I know a lot of blind folks that do it, you know, but I had a lot of help with editing. I had a lot of help setting up cameras and getting different shots and pictures. But with the podcasting, while we can do some video still, this is something that I'm really able to do. Uh, completely by myself, independently. I, I can put these together, um, get them uploaded. Uh, and and so I'm really excited about being able to do this. And I hope it's a format that folks will take to, that they'll support, that they'll listen to. Uh, again, we continue. It will be posting occasional videos on our YouTube. We'll do be doing the the posts on our Facebook. So you can go to youtube.com slash blindgrilling. You can go to facebook.com slash blindgrilling and of course there we are on our, our facebook or our um, our website blindgrilling.org uh as i mentioned that is really focused on the nonprofit side of things the providing of uh, of those grilling packages you know the the six packages complete packages that we delivered to uh, some Uh, to Army veteran, to first responders and others, and the 14 uh, accessible packages, accessory packages that we put together for others. Um, And so that's kind of what the website was focused on. Uh, But I want to encourage folks with these quick tips and recipes and and things, and also other experiences, as we mentioned earlier, because there's a lot of other things that I love to do that we're going to talk about, not only how I get it done, but we're going to bring other folks on who are involved in, in fishing and in hunting and in, in sports uh, in in YouTube in video, uh, and video editing and all of that who are blind and visually impaired. But also some of the YouTubers, the cooking channels that because, uh, you know, we love barbecue. After all, we are blind grilling. And so hopefully we can get some of those YouTubers on to talk about, you know, some of their recipes, some of the things that they've got going on as well. And share those with you also because, you know what, it's not always, you know, the fact that someone is blind or visually impaired. Everyone has their struggles and everyone has things that they've got to overcome in their lives. And, and you know, they uh, have to find ways to do that. And even though it may be a different struggle, a different disability, uh, it is still something that they've had to deal with and how they deal with it uh, can... Can teach us something, and it can motivate us to find out ways to move forward in our own lives and how we're doing things. So, so that's what we're going to look at and see how we can kind of move forward um, with this, uh, with these podcasts. Um, and of course, this being episode one, uh, we're just really excited about getting this out there and hoping folks will share uh, and really support us in what we're trying to do because. Um, because you know I'm passionate about it. I really feel uh, as though this is something that people can really benefit from, and uh, I'm looking forward to the guests that we've got lined up already coming on uh, and sharing their experiences uh, as as well. So, be sure and email me at blankgrilling at gmail dot com. You know, if you've got questions, you've got. Uh, some suggestions for the podcast, you know, shoot me an email at, blindgrilling at gmail.com. Be happy to uh, to answer those questions. You want to share your experiences uh, with me. You want to talk about food, grilling, hunting, fishing, uh, sports, cars, racing, all of those things. Man, I, I I love so many things, and I try to keep up with a lot of those things, um, you know, as as best I can, be involved in it as best I can, um, you know, but sometimes it takes some modifications. Sometimes it takes some accessibility tools. And that's another thing. We'll talk about accessibility and we'll talk about technology. Uh, we'll talk about how I'm able to do these podcasts. We'll talk about, you know, the iPhone and and Mac computers and, and the voiceover, the speech to text, the text to speech, and, and all of those things that uh, allow us to navigate computers, websites, YouTube, Facebook, uh, all of those things uh, that are out there that we're able to use. Uh, and, you know, it, it's kind of funny. I've even showed a few folks that, uh, you know, they're just getting old. Right? <laughs> you know, they've got an iPhone, their, their grandkids got them an iPhone and they're like, well, I, you know, I, I can do this or that, but I st-, those texts I can't read, I put my glasses on, my arms still aren't long enough. And, uh, you know, you show them how to turn on voiceover, you know, just very quickly turn it on. It reads the text. You then you can turn it right back off and use it like you're always using it. And they're just like, wow, that's great. That's a great tool. You know, the little things like that, that, you know, we think, Oh, that's only for someone who is truly blind or visually impaired. Uh, and, and what we find out is, you know what, sometimes these little tools can be used by a lot of different folks and, uh, And and we can help them. We can show them, you know, that uh, they can take advantage of some of this technology as well. You know, um, talking thermometers, you know, that's one of the tools that we'll talk a lot about. We we've done some, uh, you know, comparisons of talking thermometers uh, and we'll talk about that as well. But that's something that, you know, sometimes you get a little older, your arms aren't quite long enough to be able to read that thermometer like it used to be. Get a talking thermometer, stick it in there and listen to it, read it to you, you know, and it's uh, it, it's something that, uh, you know, those little things can make a big difference uh, to a lot of people, and so, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that, we'll talk about our experiences, uh, we'll talk about some great and funny stories, um, you know, and, uh, you know, while it's not our intention to offend anyone, I'm sure folks will be offended by some of the things that we say, you know, because, to be honest with you, some things that happen to those who are blind or visually impaired—it's just funny. It just, you know, uh, you know, sometimes it's frustrating, it's aggravating, it's embarrassing, you know. And I'm talking about this. I'm talking about myself. But then looking back, you know, we can laugh at it. We can see, you know, that was pretty funny. And then when you talk about it and you hear others, you know, and you're like they tell their stories like, I've been there, I've been through that exact same thing. And sometimes hearing it, you know, then you can really laugh about it. Sometimes it takes that to allow yourself to kind of chuckle at yourself, at the situation, and be able to move on and know that you're not the only one. You know, you're not the only one that goes through that. Um, You know, and it's not always as simple as hearing someone else talk about it, but that certainly I think helps. It helps me. And that's what we're going to do. You know, we're going to talk about these things, uh, and we're going to do our best to encourage folks to, um, you know, to be independent as best they can. We're going to educate. We want to train. We want to inspire. We want to motivate. Uh, and, and hopefully you'll be firing up the grill this summer cooking some amazing food, emailing us and telling us all about it. And who knows, maybe we can do some live streams where you can call in and tell us about it uh, as well. So we've got the we've got the equipment. We're just going to see what kind of traction we get. And if that's a feasible thing, then we want to do that. Maybe we can take some live questions um, through calls, through, you know, comments on Facebook and YouTube, do some live streaming. We're going to try and do that, certainly, um, but really hoping the podcast can take off and folks will enjoy what we do here. Folks, I appreciate you tuning in, watching, downloading, subscribing to our new podcast, The Blind Grilling Experience. My name is Chris Peltz. I am the most interesting griller in the world. Remember, if you're looking, you ain't cooking.